Welcome to this week's episode of CRE Power Hour. And I am thrilled, thrilled because I've been waiting a long time to get this superstar on this show. And that is Miss Beverly Keith, who I had the pleasure of meeting for the first time at CCIM in Pittsburgh a couple years back. So Beverly, welcome to the show today. Thanks for taking the time to come and share your story with us. Thanks, Stephanie. I appreciate it. Well, you know, we love highlighting powerhouse women in commercial real estate. We love our men too, but I'm excited about this because you've got one heck of a story and how you broke through this industry. It's so inspirational. So I want to start there. How in the heck did you get into commercial real estate? Well, it's really interesting because I decided um, mid-20s, late 20s, that I wanted to move away from where I grew up. And so I decided to come to Raleigh, North Carolina, about three hours from where I grew up in Southwest Virginia. Didn't have a job, didn't have a place to live, didn't know what I was going to do. I've been a practice manager, medical practice manager. I knew I didn't want to do that anymore, but it was a good business background. So I ended up getting a temp job working for a big commercial real estate company. And I was uh, hired as the executive assistant to the managing director and this company ended up being the grassroots for what is now one of the biggest international commercial real estate companies in the world. And that was their start here in the Carolinas. And it wasn't too long after I started working with Mark that he said, hey, you know, you really have a knack for this kind of thing. You should go get a license. And I thought, oh, man, I don't need a license. I'm, I'm somebody's secretary. I, I don't want to do that. But then the more I worked with him, the more I really enjoyed what he was doing. It was so exciting. It was so much fun. I really got to do the things that I like to do, which is helping people. And a lot of people don't understand that commercial real estate brokerage really is a helping business um, as much as anything else, helping people build wealth, helping them get the you know, desires of what they want to do for their careers and mentoring people, helping people along. So I started out as his executive assistant. He left three years later to start his own company. And I was the only employee that left this great big uh, four letter um, for <laughs> term <laughs> company and went with him and it was fantastic. He taught me a lot and then I kind of outgrew him and found him more help and went out on my own. And from there, I just went crazy with it. You know, I was willing to take risks that most people wouldn't take. And I ended up um, after working in brokerage for about four years, ended up at Ace Hardware as a corporate real estate manager, real estate finance manager. And again, you know, knocking down walls because I worked for corporate in Chicago, outside of Chicago, lived here in Wake Forest, North Carolina, and actually was able to um, convert a lot of old uh, school hardware guys in the fact that women probably could help them with their real estate. So I was only I was one of only three women in the field at that time of fourteen hundred people that were employed in the field. And that was quite an interesting, um, interesting job. I had eight men who were project development managers who reported to me, and that was a lot of fun and uh, a lot of challenges. And it's just gone from there. I mean, I'm just a big risk taker. I've been willing to move around and do things that a lot of people my age or who grew up when I did would not have been willing to do. That's amazing. That, and that's such a cool, I, I remember that story, you know, the first time you ever told it to me and I'm like, wow, because, you know, there's a lot of women still, you know, getting just newly getting into the business and they're like, gosh, this is such a good old boys club. What is your advice to them, Beverly? Well, it's interesting that you say that, Stephanie, because I am not a legacy. I did not have anybody who said, 
oh, you know, put on your loafers and your khakis and your navy blue blazer and come follow me and I'll teach you the ropes. Nobody did that for me. Um, you know, I did have this one guy that was a managing director who kind of pushed me to get my license. But after that, I was on my own. But I think what I realized was you just have to win people over. You know, you have to be positive. You have to show them that you have something to bring to the table. And again, that's part of my risk management or what my theory has been with my life and my career to build this career. You have to be willing to take calculated risk. And I was able to do that. I listened a lot. You know, I was the low person on a lot of teams. And, you know, 10 years in, uh, 12 years in, I ended up running those teams. Um, right. And it was great. I mean, I've worked for some really big brokerage firms running a retail division. It was a lot easier for me as a woman to get into retail um, because you kind of have a built in credibility. If they, you know, most men say, well, you like to shop, you must like retail. Um, <laughs> I know like to shop more than I do, but um, yeah, retail was an easy way to get into it. But, you know, over that time, I've progressed to do a lot of other things. I've owned a commercial real estate development company with another CCIM woman. Um, that was fantastic. We did several mixed use projects that were multifamily and retail here in the Carolinas. Um, that was great. And now I have transferred kind of into what I think is going to be my final um, my final career move, which is uh, running a consulting business focused on commercial real estate economics. And that has been fantastic. I started that in the middle of a pandemic with the best economist in the country, um, Casey Conway. And we have just been knocking down walls and blowing people away for two and a half years now. That's amazing. And, and you're right. I mean, you know, those are the reports that I look for every single week, his emails, you know, all of the, you know, updates, because when you tune into what you and Casey bring to all of us, as far as commercial real estate practitioners, it helps us tremendously focus in and hone in on those areas that we need to be looking at. And because, you know, let's dive into that a minute, because in, in, Yes, economic times are changing, but I'm busy. Like, I'm really busy. There is a lot happening. There's a lot of buyers happening. We took a, a, a great property to auction and got way over reserved for it. So share a little bit of that with the audience today. Well, you know, it's interesting with economics because it's all a cycle, right? Just like commercial brokerage. We all have, if you've been in this more than 10 years, you've seen a couple of cycles come and go. Things are good. Things are bad. Well, when things are good, oh my gosh, everybody's super busy. You're closing deals. You're doing wonderful things. When things are bad, your clients are calling you saying, help me. I'm struggling. What do I do? I mean, we work with um, advising industrial merchant developers who are saying our capital sources have dried up. What do you recommend we do? We talk to brokers and big capital markets teams for a lot of the big companies around the country. And they say, you know, wh what do we do with capital markets now? What, what's influencing that? And Casey has just been wonderful to be so relatable. I, I talk to him about this all the time. I, I call him the most relatable economist on the planet because he takes these extremely complex um, economic theories and breaks them down into something that you can use and that people like you and I and our brokerage firms and our brokerage relationships with clients can say, hey, do you know this one little tidbit? Let me share this with you. Here's something you need to be thinking about. And it's kind of... Um, kind of like Wayne Gretzky with hockey. You know, one of his famous quotes was, you need to know where the puck's going, not where it is now. 
And I think that's what KC and I do for our clients is we tell them where things are going, not necessarily where they are at the moment. And, you know, as far as the business is concerned, we look at it in thirds. So a third of our business is everything's cranking, it's working great. A third of our business is quickly becoming obsolete because the market is changing so much. And then a third of our business are things that haven't even started in our industry. And so you have to kind of look at those uh, progressions and go back to that, you know, educated risk management to say, okay, where do we want to go? Casey calls it shopping on the cereal aisle. So I don't know the last time you were in the grocery store on the cereal aisle, but, you know, cornflakes comes in a box, but you can also get like, you know, cornflakes that are, you know, the snack size or cornflakes that are bars or, I mean, you just have to constantly be reinventing yourself into something else. And I think that is the success and the secret to success for commercial brokerage. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right about that. And, you know, and that's what I think people, you know, they live so much right now. And that's one of the things that I've always tried to do in my business 24 years in the industry is to look to the future. What's coming? You know, you mentioned you're you're a developer. I'm a developer. Right. Always trying to solve for what is needed two, three, four years from now. So, you know, that intrigues me. And that's I think that's why what you guys are doing I follow it every day because you're truly coaching me in what I need to be looking for in my career, in my business going forward, uh, which is so tremendous. So let's talk about I want to dive back a little bit. Um, You know, you getting into development with a woman partner playing in the dirt. I, I always tell people I love playing in the dirt. I love it. What got you into the whole development aspect? Well, I mean, it's the idea of controlling something from the beginning. I mean, you know, you go out and you look at a piece of land and you say, oh, wow, you know, what could you do with this? Oh, my gosh, you can do anything you want with it. Well, what does the market say you can do with it? Um, You know, and then it's solving those problems, which I think women are great at doing. We are so much better at that. Execute. You know, guys come up with these great plans They're, you know, they're like, oh, we need to control this. We need to do this. We need it, whatever. But when it comes to the rubber hits the road and what are the tasks to get that done? Women are much better at figuring that out. And it certainly doesn't hurt that we can go in and be nice and, you know, um, friendly and feminine about it. You know, I, I, I when I was at Ace Hardware, they called me the velvet hammer because I would go in and I would be nice to people, but I would, I would get my way. And at the end they would say, gosh, what happened here? That wasn't supposed to happen. Um, But I mean, that's how it is. You just, you have to figure it out. And I love in development that you have something at the beginning and then you have something at the end. And, you know, I drive by our last project at Glen Laurel and I'm like, wow, I had something to do with this. Yeah. It's really exciting to be able to, you know, drive around your neighborhoods or even to go back to your clients and say, I was instrumental in you being successful at getting your goal over the line. Absolutely. No, I love that. And I love that velvet hammer. We should have uh, <laughs> we should have gotten that title because that would have been the great title to the show. So as we posted out there, Beverly Keith, the velvet hammer. I love yeah, that. I wasn't sure I liked it when they first started using it, but um, I, I, I kind of grew to love it after a while. I do. I love it because you're right. I mean, you know, I think in development, obviously people will question. I still get questioned to this day when 
whether I'm doing a single family residential or condo or commercial or, you know, whatever uh, type of development. They're like, you're a developer, what? And I'm like, well, hey, I learned to operate a backhoe before I ever learned how to ride a bike. I mean, you know, that that's the 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 family I came from in the construction industry. But, you know, I love dirt. I love being able to put forth the vision and I love being able to see it come to complete fruition. So let's go back to Red Shoe Economics, all the amazing work that you're doing with, with Casey Conway and providing us, you know, great insight into the future. What do you think the next six months uh, looks like as far as commercial real estate goes? Oh my gosh. Okay. So get out your little globe and look into it. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, things are changing so quickly. Um, you know, every day something else is coming up that you have to look at. I would say in the next six months, just try to hold on. You know, it's moving so fast. It's kind of being on that tilt a whirl where it spins you around. You know, just try to hold on to your little corner and, you know, see what you can do that's that's looking trajectory into the future. Um, you know, interest rates are going to keep going up. Uh, they're going to keep going up. But you know what? At some point, everything's got to be reset. It's a yeah. cycle. It just can't go up and up and up. I mean, at some point, it's going to get back to what we're all used to and normal. And we'll look back at, you know, this period, just like we did 2008 and nine with the housing implosion and say, hey, you know, we got through it. Things are better because of it. Um, you know, but you, you got to go through the hard knocks to get there. But I would just say, you know, li listen to what KC says, follow him on LinkedIn. I mean, he posts something multiple times a day. Some days he's very prolific. Um, I would say go to Red Shoe Economics website, our website, www.redshoeeconomics.com, and look at the stuff that he's posting. Every one of his presentations gets posted there the day after he does it. And, um, you know, it's full of cutting edge economic information. He follows CPI, PPI, Texas ratios. I mean, he's constantly looking at all these things that the economists are looking at, but he puts it in a format and, and the reasoning behind it that you can really understand. So I would say not only for managers of teams, but your teammates, if you've got somebody that's new, that's new in the business, who really has a thirst for learning of what's going on, there is no better person to learn from than Casey Conway. I mean, he just, that's what you need to do. And we have fun doing it. It's not like it's a, you know, people say economist guy who wants to hear an economist. He's fun. Uh, you, he is you, fun. you need to look at some of his presentations. They're really good. They are. They're very good. And you're right. You can understand it. And he makes it interesting. I mean, you never sit in an audience or even watching him on Zoom or, or wherever. I've seen him speak multiple times in person and, you know, through many of conversations that we've had. And he never bores me. He always keeps it interesting. But again, you know, that's that's the information that agents uh, and brokers need to plug into because he does bring great ideas of what to be looking for. Because even though the economy is doing this and, and we don't know what everything holds, there's so much opportunity happening right now as we speak. There's so much cash out there. We haven't slowed down one bit. Um, people are wanting to purchase right now. They're wanting to buy. They're wanting to expand their companies. Industrial's doing amazing things right now. 
I think there's a lot of relocation coming. I'm in the Midwest. You're in the Carolinas. Casey's in Georgia. I mean, we're all pretty much booming right here in that sector. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's going to be anything like 2009. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see it. Yeah, it's going to be a bump in the road. But it's, you know, what do you what do you look to on the other side of that? How, how do you set yourself up to make sure that you're positioned well to take advantage of those opportunities? And a lot of that is just getting through the next six months, you know, um, holding hold on to your cash, get through the next six months, see what's going on, listen to the experts, you know, stay close to your clients as close as you can possibly stay to your clients. On the development side, you know, that's it. it it's going to be bumpy. It's going to be bumpy. You know, capital sources are drying up with the banking crisis. And I, I think that's the big thing you have to look out for right now, because we're certainly not past that. Um, I think there are other banks that are going to, you know, fall into that insolvency. And and that will impact a lot of commercial lending and commercial loans that are on the books right now. So um, something to look out for. Absolutely. So, Beverly, what, um, you know, again, you, you've landed with Red Shoe Economics. It's extremely successful. You've, you've done so much in commercial real estate. You're heavily involved in CCIM. What yeah. are some of those style organizations and designations and things that you recommend to anyone that's out there in commercial real estate that, you know, hasn't, hasn't gone that direction yet? Yeah, you, you got to get an education. Um, you you you've got to have a good foundation, and that doesn't necessarily mean you got to be an MBA. You know, everybody say, "Oh, if you're going to be in business, you got to be an MBA." No, you don't. Uh, you can learn everything you need to learn from business in the first two years of doing transactions. Surround yourself with people smarter than you. I mean, that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, I've hitched my star to somebody a lot smarter than me, and I'm smart enough to listen to them. So. Um, but that goes for everybody in your support group. You want attorneys, you want, um, you know, anybody that you're working with on transactions, your bankers, you want all of those people to be smarter than you and you can learn from them. And that's what you have to do. You have to be put your ego aside, you know, get your education, get your foundation. I mean, CCIM was a great place for me to do that. And they really are of all the commercial organizations. They are the best for education. Um, the CCIM designation is not easy to earn. It is not inexpensive to earn, but for what you get, it does set you up as the expert for finance for commercial real estate. There's no better education out there. I got mine 10 years ago and within 24 months, my business tripled just because of that designation. Now, I will say specifically for women, you got to get some initials after your name. It's the only way you're going to get any credibility. So, you know, CCIM, those are the first initials after my name because I feel like that's the most important designation that I have. Um, I still have to explain what that means to a lot of people. And it's been around for 57 years. Um, CRE, Counselors of Real Estate, again, that is really important when you're doing consulting. And when you really get to that point in your career where you are a counselor, it's very exclusive. It's about 1,100 people in the world. Um, but, you know, again, it, it, it gives you that credibility. CRX is my um, my designation from ICSC, and that's um, Certified Retail Executive. They have another one now that's a little bit different. That's a next level up. Um, but, you know, if you're going to be in retail, you got you to gotta have initials behind your name somewhere. It gives you the credibility because people do not, men, people do not take you seriously. Decision makers do not take you seriously 
without initials after your name until you can get in the door and prove yourself. And if you have an initial after your name, then you can get your foot in the door and prove yourself. Um, you know, but you, you got to be able to do the work too. You can't just learn it in a book. You got to be able to right. go and put transactions together and put teams together and, you know, have the professional skill set as well as the social skill set to do that. That's amazing. No, you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, CCIM, I'm, I'm working toward that now. And, you know, it's something that you prolong, you take too long to get there, right? Like I had every excuse in the book, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. But what I'm learning through that process is huge. I mean, you know, it not only gives you that credibility, but you're right, it's the education of things that to think differently, to understand things differently. Um, you can definitely uh, tell, the, tell the difference for sure. Um, you know, Lisa Marie Wand and I usually host the show and she's sitting in her CCIM today, as a matter of fact. Wow, so that's okay. Co-hosting today with me, but, uh, but that's impressive. So Beverly, what is the next big um, event you're gonna be at? Well, I'm not doing ICSC this year. Um, I'm, I'm still up in the air about what all's going on with ICSC. There's been so many changes. I mean, I do think if you're in retail at all, that's the place to be. Retail is really not my focus right now. I think the next big thing for Red Shoe and myself is probably the um, C5 Summit that's coming yeah. up in September in, in Atlanta. That is um, National Association of Realtors along with the CCIM Institute. Um, and that is it's, it's always a great idea to hear what's going on with NAR. NAR is the biggest, you know, organization for commercial practitioners. I mean, yeah, everybody says, oh, it's, re you know, realtors. Well, they're commercial realtors too. I have, you know, my, my pen's red instead of blue, but, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're all realtors together. But I think that will be really interesting. It's just a couple of days. I think it's a Thursday, Friday or Thursday, Saturday. Um, but that will be really exciting to, to go to that. It's in Atlanta. It'll be super easy to get to for all of us. So um, I think that's the next big thing for us. Of course, Casey's on the road. He travels probably 15 to 20 days a month, um, you know, out talking about what's going on with economics and commercial real estate development. So, um, you know, that anytime if he's anywhere around you, you know, plug into that. One of the things the Institute has done and has asked Casey, he is the CCIM chief economist, has been doing that for five years now. That's how I actually met him. Um, but they offer a regional webinar series that's for members of the Institute, but they open it up this year to anybody. So I would recommend if you, you know, it, it goes by regions, it's states, four, five, six states. Some of them are a little bit bigger than that. But this year of the 12 regions, he will do a specific presentation on six of those regions. So mm -hmm. I would say go to the website for CCIM and see where those are coming up and, you know, register and just listen to what he's talking about. I mean, even if it's not your region, it might be interesting to hear what's going on across the U.S. And, you know, he does that for um, all of North America. So it, it, interesting stuff. There's there's always something to talk about. There's always, always. something going on. Well, so, and I plug into Casey because, you know, it, it is, it's not just about the region that I'm in, that I live in, that I'm doing business in, because our region has now become the entire United States of America. And, you know, when you're representing clients on that national scale and now global scale as we are, 
you need to plug into people like Casey and people like you for sure. So people say, how do you know so much? Well, I plug into people like Beverly Keith and, and Casey Conway. That's why. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you so no, much. You are amazing. You all are amazing. Beverly, thank you so much for taking your time, bringing inspiration, inspiring all of us women in commercial real estate to, uh, you know, keep pushing forward and knowing that uh, we too can be successful in this industry. You've done so much to, to move those mountains. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate your leadership. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, I, I love helping others. So if there's somebody out there that feels like they can benefit from a phone call with me or reaching out to me on email, go to the website and just send something in and um, Stacy will get that to me. And I, I'm happy to talk to anybody, give them some advice. Uh, mentoring is where I'm at. I, I love that at this point in my life, bringing other people along is, is very satisfying for me. So I know you're the same way, Stephanie. I'm constantly seeing you bringing other people along. How wonderful that is. 100%. Yes. So, um, you know, anybody who feels like they want to reach out, please do. And again, just follow Casey on LinkedIn. Oh my gosh. If you just look at LinkedIn once a week and see what he's doing, you will be the most educated person in your office. 100%. And, and that's how you get smart. That's how, I mean, literally, that is how you, you know, if you're, if you're wondering, you know, what type of deals you need to break into or how you can break into commercial real estate. I mean, what he's preaching and what he's putting out is going to inspire you as to what field to go into and what to be looking for as well, too. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, He's basically giving us the 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 key, the the key to the map, so to speak, right? It's and so, the roadmap. It's, it's the roadmap to success. Yeah. I mean, he, right. he covers everything. So no matter where you are in this business, there's something there that relates to what you're doing. That's right. Well, Beverly, thank you so much. Can't wait to see you the next time in person. I'm sure we'll see each other at C5. I'm I'm happy it's in Atlanta and not New York City. I mean, I like Me New too. York. Me too. Atlanta, so. Love going south. Thank you, Love Stephanie. It. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and, and uh, make sure you visit uh, Beverly Keith on her website. We'll put that in the comments. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.